On this episode of Mind Your Business, Mills County, again joined by Glenwood Area Chamber of Commerce, Executive Director Rachel Reese. Rachel, thank you very much. It's been another great and cold week. Yeah, hopefully, I think we're starting to see a shift, though. Well, At least I it, think we are. <laughs> <laughs> we have made it to February, so that's that's the most important thing. Hey, a recent uh, event that you just had, a leadership tour. Tell me about it. Yeah, so um, each year we do Leadership Mills County, which businesses from all across the county have their employees or people that they feel like have sort of the essence of leadership or maybe need to fine tune or personal development is necessary um, to step into this program. And it's eight months and it's um, one day out of each month. And so this last month we did a tour of Mills County, which is probably one of my favorite days of the whole program, because what we do is we go around to these towns um, that are probably about like a 500 population or less. And so they're smaller. You're looking at like Henderson, Emerson and Hastings and Mineola and Silver City. And we are talking to local government. We're talking to the people that lead these towns and asking them, like, what is your vision? Um, Because a lot of time, I think we have these misdeived ideas of what these little towns are. And so it's it was so exciting because over the last four years, um, it's just been interesting to watch the shift of these towns and start to see this vibrancy and this excitement of how do we make this town and have this community pride be more showcased? And I think this year's tour really showed that because they're starting to see people step in and get involved. But the thing we always get is we need more people to be involved. We need more people to be at the table, right? So it was just, it's a cool time to really begin to start to see like, where do I, where do I fit in all of this? Was there anything that surprised you? as you were doing this tour that you learned? Um, I think it's always interesting because we assume that in these little towns, there's no businesses, right? Because business looks different. It's not brick and mortar. It might not be, it might not be a huge bank or anything like that, but there are these in-home businesses. There are businesses like when you go to Emerson, I'm always surprised at how many businesses there actually are there. Um, And even that chat mobility exists there. And so um, we also got to tour a place where an individual is trying to refurbish it back to its original hotel and its intent. Um, And it's always exciting to see just that vibrancy and that there's this deep pride in these small towns that have had their families live there for generations. There are many communities uh, outside of Mills County that, especially, I grew up in Northwest Iowa in uh, Pocahontas County. For anyone who may have driven through there, most people don't stop. But, I do. Yeah. <laughs> but there are some communities there that we may not see in another right. 10 or 15 years. They, it, they may be gone. And mm-hmm. what you're talking about is a way the residents there seeing that there is more than just what's happening right now. We need to start thinking longer term and in the future. And what is this town going to look like in 20 years? Absolutely. And I think, I mean, I think it goes for all the towns in Mills County, right? Um, It is, it is really easy to think status quo, like it's fine. I don't need to fix it. And I'm a firm believer that if it works, like you don't, you don't necessarily need to fix it. But I think that, as we start to see things happening um, 
on a larger scale, like statewide, nationally, where we start to see more issues like supply chain, where we start to see labor shortages and things like that, um, it's it's sort of our job to really step into that and start to recognize like how do we plan for the future? How do we how do we advocate for strong local communities and what does that look like? And I always think in my head, who's best suited for that other than the business owners that have a, a stake in it all. Along those same lines, diving into a topic that can sometimes be very, very divisive, and that's not the intent of what we're doing here. Because, uh, But when you start talking about politics and you start talking about local politics uh, in some of these small communities, this is where some of those leaders are are needed to step up and potentially bring some fresh ideas that may be fixing some things that haven't been working for a while. Exactly. I think that politics is scary and, as you said, very divisive. Um, on a local level, as business owners, I feel like it's our job to be involved, though, because I think that when we look at how do we partner that business side with that um, government and local entity side, there there's sort of this, I guess, if you look at a Venn diagram, <laughs> there's sort of this intersection where they're both pushing for a, a community that thrives, right? A community that is exciting, a community that is forward thinking, a community that people want to come to. And if you have a stake in the game, whether you own a business, whether you live here, um, or if you just work here, part of that is getting involved in local politics. And I think as a chamber, that's, that's really a huge piece of our job is to like make that connection for people of how to do that and what does that look like. And it can be, it can be as simple as attending one of our legislative forums. Um, we just had one on this past Saturday, and we'll have another one March 5th at 10 a.m. here at Glenwood City Hall. And those are great ways to start to step in and to just come and get the lay of the land to learn. And if you have something that's on deck that you want to talk to our state senators and representatives about, that is a perfect time to do it. But also there are other ways like talking to your cities about whether or not they have committees that you can serve on. It could be that you want to start a betterment organization because you're super passionate about seeing communities thrive on a local level when it comes to like art or community events and things like that. Whatever that looks like, there's a niche for all of us. It's just a matter of how do we step into that and do that, right? And it can feel daunting. And I get that. I believe that as you start moving down from, you start at the national political level and you start moving down to state level and then to county level and then to individual community level, the farther down you go, the less divisiveness you start to see. And I think that we can sometimes get caught up in what it is that uh, the national media is wanting to push on us. And we find out that we are not as different as some organizations may like us to think that we are. The same things that affect our neighbors, you know, three communities over are affecting our neighbors three houses over. We're all facing the same problems at this level. Yeah. And I think when you think about it at a local level, right, I think that to speak to what you were talking about, where it becomes less divisive, whether you own a business, whether you work at a local business or, 
or whether you just live here and you commute somewhere else, your issues are the same. And especially at a local level, I mean, it could be different ordinances that are happening. It could be how the streets are paved, whatever that looks like. There's an issue that speaks to what you feel like makes a community thrive. And I'm a firm believer that at a local level, there needs to be zero political agendas, right? The idea is really to see your community thrive. And I, and I feel like I say that over and over again, and I always feel like the talking head just saying the word over and over again. But I think at the core of it all, that's our goal, right? So if we come at it from a sense of how do we do that and what does that look like, there shouldn't be any divisiveness. We might think differently, but if we take a moment and step back and start to get to the root of what is that like, we might actually find that we have way more overlap than we ever thought we did. My career was uh, has mostly been in radio since uh, the mid-90s. And part of that was as a news director at some of these smaller local radio stations around the state of Iowa. I've been to a lot of these meetings, whether it's a city council or a school board or county commissioners, uh, any of those. They're not as divisively political when you go to those as someone might think who has never been there before. They're dealing with issues that are directly affecting these communities and whether or not there's a little R or a D next to their name and their byline doesn't have nearly as much effect at that level. And I would encourage anyone who maybe it's been a while since you've been to a meeting or maybe you've never been to a meeting, go attend, sit and watch and listen to these folks that are making decisions that affect your everyday life. And you might find that You'll learn something and also that you'll find that you have an opinion that matters and it helps the next time you go into that voting booth. Absolutely. So part of part of Leadership Mills County is that they had to do a um, we call it a government project, but basically they had to go attend a local meeting, whether a school board meeting, city council meeting or planning and zoning, whatever that looked like. Right. I think the overarching theme whenever we do this assignment is that they didn't realize how much work is done at that level, like how much people talk about at that level, whether it's parking spaces, whether it's how to use just different funds that are getting funneling down, whether it's access broadband. And sometimes what people find when they go to these that they're like, this isn't really my cup of tea, like I'm good. But sometimes you find those people that it just sparks that thing in them that makes them think, yes, I want to be more involved in that because I want to have a say because I do have an opinion. And we all do. And I think that's exactly right. Like we once we're able to start to vocalize it, the better our community comes. Well, I think that we have done a pretty good job of, of not stepping in anything. Too, <laughs> too yes. <laughs> it's. It, I think you probably out. felt your stomach drop when I said this is what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to not be that. Though. Mm-hmm. This We need to get off of this uh, divisiveness and focusing only on what separates us and finding out that, you know what, we do have things in common. And it is okay. Here, this is something that's going to make everybody mad, and I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> your chosen political party is not always right, and the opposite political party that you believe in is not always wrong. And Absolutely. I don't care. I don't care what side you're on. Um, right. 
there's a reason that we have two political parties and uh, and then we have independence and then there's some uh, other parties that uh, whether it be libertarian or green party or all of these different things uh, there's a reason that all of them exist because it it gives everybody a voice and that's how this system works so Absolutely. go go to a meeting um, and I'm a firm believer in let's have the hard conversation. Let's have the uncomfortable conversation. So if if it is political and it is something that you're afraid to bring forward, come talk to me about it. Let's figure out a way where we can frame it and we can get it forward. Because I think that part of our goal as the Chamber of Commerce is to somehow bridge that gap or that like divide of how do we do this and do this well. But then also just how do we get to that place where we understand each other and where we get really good at having these hard conversations? Because a lot of times we, we do live in a town or a county or wherever life of where cancel culture is a thing. But if we cancel someone out purely because they don't, we don't agree with them, we miss that opportunity to connect. We miss that opportunity to create that sense of belonging. And I think that is that is the core of what community is, is to create that sense of belonging. And if you cancel it, then you don't have that. So have the hard conversation, folks. Join will, city council. <laughs> I, will, I will say one other thing that's on a, a similar vein. Living in Southwest Iowa, I first came uh, to live in Southwest Iowa in the late 90s. And I discovered that this particular region of the state is more inclusive of what happens in the next county people care about what mm -hmm. happens two counties over people care about they identify more being part of southwest iowa is is something that people identify with where in other parts of the state that i have been especially in northwest iowa you know in the county that i grew up in right next door is humboldt county they didn't really talk very much that, and maybe that has changed now because I've been gone for a while, but that was one of the things that really jumped out at me when we came down here. We're fortunate in the, yeah. part, of the, in the part of the state and the part of the region that we live in. And uh, I think that however that uh, community feel came about, I think it's uh, to be congratulated. I think so. And I, I don't know who, how that happened, but it, there is very, you are exactly right. There's this rich connection of and pride of Southwest Iowa. And I, I just, I think that's so cool. Well, something else I think is cool is the great job that you're doing. Uh, at the Thank Glenville you. Chamber I appreciate it. And it's, uh, as, as we uh, continue on with these podcasts, I hope, Hey, if you're listening, let your neighbor know that it exists, please. And also if you have a topic that you would like to hear more about, um, we're not opposed to having other guests on as well that, you know, we can bring somebody else on if, um, you know, yes. um, if, if somebody would like to propose that as well, it's, it, it's a great forum to be able to do that. So thanks yep. to everyone who has been listening so far. And, uh, if you can share this on your social media, we would sure love it because that's how we can make this grow. And, and that's how we give more of a voice to Mills County. Absolutely. Glenwood Area Chamber of Commerce Executive Director Rachel Reese, thank you again, and we look forward to next time.